This is The Real Magic Podcast. Learn about great design and use it to get great results. Now your hosts, Greg Merrilies and Alan Nunez. Hello, listener, and thank you for joining Alan and I today for The Real Magic Design Podcast, where we unpack our experience to help designers and business owners understand how to create amazing designs and to work together to make design that is profitable. I'm Greg from Studio One Design, and here's my co-host, Alan from Pixel Partners HQ. How are you, buddy? I am awesome, Greg. How are you doing today, man? It is freaking fabulous to be here today, isn't it? <laughs> You're always super excited. I love that. Always pumped. Yeah. We've got a uh, a pretty cool topic today. This this sort of speaks to graphic designers uh, and thinking about what it is you deliver. So what we're talking about is retail design versus wholesale design. And I think what we want to do is just shed a little bit of light from the customer's point of view to make sure that they're heading to the right type of designer for the work. Mm-hmm. Before we get into it, Greg, what are you up to? Well, you know, presented at Ezra's event and just put that as a recording on my website as a lead magnet. So yeah, we'll let you know how that goes in a couple of weeks. That was a cool presentation. Everyone go to Greg's website and have a look. I have a trip slated to the Philippines to hang out with my team. Uh, which is going to be awesome fun. Uh, We're also going there to expand our photo studio and just work on the infrastructure in in the office so that we've got you know, good computers and good internet and good networks and all that fun stuff. Well, that's not really fun, but we'll, we'll have we'll, fun, we'll have fun outside of that. And I heard you got some super fast internet over there. Yeah, like everybody knows that the internet in some of these countries can be pretty bad. Well, let me tell you, the Philippines now is getting internet that is faster than I can get in my office here in Australia for like a fraction of the price. So I'm super pumped about that. Nice. Cool, man. All right, well, let's uh, let's get into the episode. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so we're talking retail design versus wholesale design, right? And, and Greg, I know that you do a lot of both. I mean, we're more on the wholesale side. How would you describe the difference between retail and wholesale design? I mean, most people just think of design being design. Yeah, true. Well, I guess, yeah, when we do do both, we'd probably do around 30% retail and 70% wholesale. So the difference is really that, you know, if you're a design business and you're dealing directly with the end user, then you're essentially a retailer of your design services. However, if you wholesale your design services, it's really where you're being hired by like a middleman where they on sell your design services to the end user. Um, We actually call that our white label uh, design service and that's where the client uses you know our design team as their secret weapon design team and they'll brand us under their brand essentially yeah and and you know what there's a huge demand for both and if you are a graphic design business you kind of need to look and say well where do i fit best i mean in my opinion if you do retail you have to have an exceptionally high level of communication skills for end users so almost like you speak both the design language and the customer's language you have to have higher levels of creative direction so you know that's kind of the expectation is that the customer's just dumping it in your lap and it's getting done Mm. Um, whereas wholesale you know often you have somebody in between you and the customer and it's their job to distill the brief and gather all the assets and pass that on to a skilled design team 
to deliver the final outcome. Would that be would that be accurate? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, most definitely. And you know, it's it's it can be difficult deciding which one to to offer because there are definitely some pros and cons in both. Yeah, I, I mean, retail generally you can charge a higher price for. Yeah, right. Because there's nobody needing to put a markup on your work, but then. With wholesale, once you've got a relationship with one customer, you then get repeat work from that one customer and you're not chasing new business every time you finish a job. They're chasing the business for you. Exactly. It's exactly what I was going to say. So, yeah, there's really just one relationship. But at the same time, you don't want to just minimize the amount of clients you have, even if they're, you know, your white label or wholesale clients. Um, You really still want to make sure that not all your eggs are in one basket and don't just have have one client that then feeds you all of your work because that's, um, you know, you might as well just have a job. But, you know, there's such a synergy too between retail and wholesale design, you know, and, and, you know, designers need to stop and think about well, what am I really, really great at, right? And, you know, an, an example would be my team, we don't do websites, right? So I've been discussing with you, I have a client that absolutely wants us to work on a website for them. So we're discussing with you to help us deliver on that because we know that's a weakness for us, you know, for the same reason that my team do custom illustrations and Photoshop editing because designers are often great at making these visual expressions and bringing together the assets, but they may not be, they may either not be good at custom illustrations or Photoshop editing, or they may not have the num- the, the hours to do that work because some of it's very very labor intensive so there's the synergy you know the retail design business has the skills to deal with the customers and you know knows what they're good at and knows what they're not good at and they can take advantage of the wholesale deliverables couldn't agree more and so we have various clients we have a lot of like digital marketing agencies that will wholesale our design team you know and our design services but then on on the other hand yeah it could be a design business and that's pretty much your business isn't it you have a lot of design businesses that then that they'll retail sorry they'll sell to their clients but they'll wholesale your your business to deliver on the on the goods Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, things like, you know, publications is something that we do a lot of. Mm -hmm. So, you know, putting together a 50-page or a 100-page or a 200-page publication is quite labour-intensive, right? So we have designers that put together the creative brief. They do the overriding design theme. They give us – they gather all the assets from the client, and then we do that labour-intensive part. And what it allows them to do is – you know, do four or five or six times the amount of jobs without them having to sit up until two in the morning doing page layouts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's cool. And so some other benefits of, you know, say using a, a wholesale business, you know, in your business is obviously you can you can make profit faster because if you are a design business and, you know, you've sort of reached your capacity, you know, instead of knocking back the, the work, you can just hire like a, a business like yours for instance Al, if, if that's a good match of the type of work etc but the point is that you can you can make profit faster because you don't have to knock back the work sure your profit margin might be less but you can still make it faster because you've reached a, a capacity and now all of a sudden you have a whole team that are your arms and legs 
Yeah, I, th I think also too, you know, it, it allows uh, short-term scalability. So, you know, if you if you do have a if you're a design business, you've got a design team of you know two, four, eight designers, and for a short period of time, you have a big influx of work. You can have them working on the high-level work and coordinating the coordinating the creative direction, and let a wholesaler take care of the the extra hours that are needed to deliver i mean this is not a, a new concept there are plenty of businesses that are built out of these sort of wholesale relationships i mean the print industry over the last 20 years has moved from you know your little print corner print shop who used to have a little two color press in the back to you know to wholesale relationships where they're just a shop front and then they have trade printers that do large volume print runs and and allow and pass on that discount you know and and give that that advantage to the to the print company mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and there are a lot of pros and cons and so a few other you mentioned on relationship building before i mean that's that's a huge pro of of offering a, a retail you know a retail design service and i guess if you are offering a wholesale service you don't get to build that relationship with the end user which you know is is not the best from the point of view that you can't well there's a middleman in between so some cons with that are you, you can't use their images of the designs that you've done in your folio for instance because it's branded underneath your wholesale sorry the retail client so you being the wholesale deliverer you can't have testimonials on your site from that person either unless you've got a you know prior arrangement with the middleman but generally speaking you know they want to have the 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 benefits of using your team and to show case your work and testimonials from their clients on their site yeah you look we're very careful with that you know like publishing designs that we've done for one of our customers as far as their customer is concerned they've done the work mm. so the last thing they need is another website having their that work being popped up and claiming it's their own so you know we make agreements with our wholesale customers to you know some of them will allow us to display their work they're happy to do that they have no they have complete transparency and are mm -hmm. you know telling their customer that they are the creative front of this and they have a team working behind them right yeah. and then other customers sort of say well look we'll allow you to privately display as part of a portfolio that you show a prospect specifically for that kind of work as long as they're not in a conflicting industry. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. But we can't publish it on the web, for example. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, it's you know, that is one of the, the downsides because people, you know, come to our website and we tell them about all this wonderful work we do <laughs> and we it. can't show it, <laughs> yeah. you know. Exactly. But then, you know, you talk about not having relationship with the end user. We, we have a very strong relationship with our customer, you know. Yeah, that's, that's true. And that's what I try to focus on as well because that – is a lot easier to, to work on one relationship than multiple. So that's definitely a, a pro for a wholesale design business. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Look, I, I think there's one other thing that, that we've really got to think about, both from the designer. If you're a designer or a design business and you're trying to work out whether you should be retail or you should be wholesale, and, and you know what, Greg, there are tons and tons of designers out there. They don't call themselves a wholesale business, but they are. Mm -hmm. I mean, freelancing as a designer is a fairly common term and 
tons of designers freelance for other agencies and for other graphic designers. I mean, I've got a friend who does school magazine publications and she doesn't design anything. She just has the creative brief, like she takes care of that and she takes care of the relationship with the schools, but she pays freelance designers to do all the page layouts, Mm -hmm. right? So if you're thinking about this, I think one of the critical differences that I believe is between retail and wholesale is retail is about creative direction and wholesale is about project management, which is a little bit different. Now, as a wholesaler, you have to project manage your jobs very, very carefully because you can't fall behind schedule. You know, if your customer has a deadline, then they've committed it to their customer. And, you know, managing the workflow that you've got is super important. And and that's, you know, that's the difference between saying using an individual freelancer as your wholesale source and a team like yours or mine is that you have the redundancy. Mm -hmm. I mean, an independent freelancer, uh, as much as they may try their hardest to manage their workflow, if they get a big influx of work, there's still only one person and there's still only a certain number of hours in the day. Exactly. So they'll reach their their ceiling. But that's also a benefit to the person that's, um, you know, like the retailer that you're wholesaling to, they could potentially be sick or away and your team can still deliver the work for them. And what we do as well, we use our clients, like our white label clients, project management system. So we just go in there and liaise with their client directly, but just as, as a, you know, as design team, for instance, without disclosing our identity at all. And that way, you know, they can just step back and we deal with the client for them. Yeah, nice. Look, if you've got a good wholesale team that you trust, yeah, that is, you know, awesome. I, I was speaking to another designer recently, and I've been using a um, a trade printer, uh, this particular trade printer, probably for near on fifteen years. Mm-hmm right and i've been saying to this other designer for years you've got to use these guys i mean their quality is phenomenal the relationship i have with them is amazing you know they always deliver on time like there's all these benefits right and then i said to her and she goes yeah yeah but yeah but and then i said to her oh and they completely white label the print works and can deliver it direct to your customer Mm -hmm. and she was blown away because the last 10 years, she's had to have every job delivered to her. She's had to strip it out of the box, take all the packaging off it that, that shows where it's come from, and then repackage it in her own packaging to ship to the customer because she didn't want the customer knowing yeah. that she was getting printing from multiple sources or or, uh, or anything like that, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, like you say, having that ability in your team to liaise direct uh, as a wholesaler could be a massive advantage to to uh, an agency or a design firm that needs extra extra manpower. Yeah, and uh, you just made me realise that we use a printer that will white label, um, you know, they are kind of like the wholesaler where they will ship out products with our label, our logo on it for us, which is a pretty good sweet service, I thought. Yeah, yeah, and, mm. and I mean, we do that for a lot of our clients. So, you know, some of the jobs that we do a lot of are daily proofing jobs, you know, for things like promotional products, paper cups, tote bags. And what we do is we prepare the proof with their logo and everything ready to go and send it straight to their customer with a with their email address. So when they reply, they're replying back to them, yeah. but they haven't had to prepare anything and it's 
all done under their brand. Yeah, fantastic. So that, you know, the customer doesn't know that there's this little army working behind them, helping them keep up with their with their workload. Yeah, that's cool. And so what if you do want to offer a wholesale design service? What are your tips there, Al? Look, I, I think if you're going to go wholesale, know your limitations mm-hmm. and be really clear, oh, sorry, and have some really clear, high-quality tools to manage your projects, right? Because in wholesale, reputation is everything. You know, if you let down one of your customers, you're not losing one job or one customer, you're losing all the customers they're going to send you for the rest of the business life that you have together. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, have a very clear outline of the expectations from the very beginning you know of you and the client you know put everything in writing and and just make sure it's um, pretty much signed by by both parties because if you get that wrong you could wreck the whole relationship yeah and have tools in place and checks and measures in place to make sure you're delivering you know the last thing Mm -hmm. you need is to let your customer down and have them let their customer down exactly what else have you got greg that would be a tip if you're going to do wholesale yeah just make sure the ip rights are are covered in there as well because you know as a wholesaler you know what we do anyway now in our business in our wholesale business is we sign the ip rights over to our client for them to then make the choice if they want to sell the IP rights to their client as well. But all of our designers as well have signed something saying that they give their IP rights to me, so therefore I can, you know, on-sell them to the to the client. Yeah, look, I think getting the IP right is, is really, really important. And, I mean, copyright laws vary. I mean, they're, I mean, they're pretty consistent, right? But they do vary slightly. Here in Australia, the copyright laws say that if... A, cu- a client commissions work from you and you complete the work and they pay for it, then they technically own the IP rights. They would have to give them back to you if they didn't want that to happen. But I think clarity in that. So we have the same. All IP is transferred mm-hmm. to the client, i.e. the person who's then selling it to their customer, but only once they've paid for the job. Right, so yeah. we keep that conditional of it, and and I hate to say it, but over the years, it's been one or two times where we've had to we've had clients that haven't paid, and we've had to actually you know back up what we've said that we would do if they don't pay and pull the IP rights and messy, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But you know, you never want to do that. And if you've got clarity in it, then then you'd be fine. Exactly. I, I think the, exactly. The other thing to do is respect the relationship. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, like you know, we never speak with the client's client or disclose our business identity or our names or anything like that. So, yeah, we uh, yeah, it's sef- certainly one thing that you want to respect is is the privacy of, um, you know, your client. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, look, I think at the end of the day, you know, we call it retail wholesale. This has been around a long time, you know, designers working for other agencies, designers contracting, freelancing, but you can make a whole service business out of it. I think this is the point that we're trying to make. If you're an individual designer or you've got a small design business or a large design business, I suppose, I mean, because you had a fairly substantial design business when you decided to switch to wholesale, didn't you, Greg? We did, yeah. And it wasn't just a switch. I mean, it's just something that we offered, you know, as well as because a lot of clients were asking for it. So that's why we decided to offer it. And yeah, like I said, it's about 30% of our business now. So it's pretty significant. Yeah. So I guess the point I'm trying to make is that there's, you don't, ha- if you're a designer, you don't necessarily 
have to be railroaded into the traditional, I have to work for somebody mm. eight hours a day sitting at a desk in their office, or I don't have to freelance to small businesses in my local area. You can take another avenue, which is I could be a wholesale supplier for something that I'm very, very good at. So for you, Greg, it's supplying website designs. Mm -hmm. You know, for us, it's about custom illustrations and publications and packaging design and Photoshop work. Right, nice. and delivering those to other professionals that need those services. There's a very, very valid business model there. You got it, man. Well, that might be a wrap, Albert. What would be your killer tip and listener action? I just think that, you know, sit down and think about what you're good at. I hate to say it, but being in this industry, you hear so many times, oh, they're a wonderful designer, but they, you know, they never reply to emails or they're a mm. wonderful designer, but I don't understand what they're talking about. They speak another language. You know, maybe if you're one of those designers, think about providing a wholesale service, you know, and, and stay behind the scenes and keep doing what you love, but take away the need to have the face-to-face -face relationship with the end customer. Yeah, nice. And I would say just really, I mean, have listened to this episode again and work out what suits you because there are, there are pros and cons in both. So just work out what suits you the best. And, and I guess too, if you're the opposite extreme and you are really, really good with customers, you know, maybe become that retailer and find a team of wholesale people to work behind you. And it doesn't have to be one company, you know. Mm. You could go to Greg for all Multiple, your website design yeah. and come to us for for all your Photoshop work and, you know, find another supplier that might be able to do um, your print production and, and, and build a little virtual business behind you and just be the face man of the company and the creative director. That's a really good point. And I'm going to give you another tip, and that's listen to John Logar's podcast called Business unleashed he teaches people how to do that middleman strategy that al's talking about where you don't do any of the services yourself you're just the salesperson and then you hire you know other businesses to do all the all the legwork for you great podcast yeah, and, and look, keep your eyes peeled with Creative Profit Academy. I mean, there's some earlier episodes, Greg, which I don't know if we've released or not, but they will be up very soon if they're not already up. <laughs> Creative Profit Academy is exactly what John Logar is talking about, but it's me t talking about it with designers and creative people specifically in mind you know mm. how to become the creative director take that retail position and if that's what you love be great at that and then have the right people behind you the right tools the right systems everything backing you up to take your business from you know the eight or ten hours a day that you can work into a much much larger entity killer killer awesome yeah looking forward to that yeah, great. <laughs> Man, this has been a killer episode. I really wasn't sure about this topic when we started it, but that's been great. <laughs> that's been good. Cool. Well, leave us a comment, listener, and let us know what you think. All right, listener, we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks, Greg. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Take care. Thanks for listening to The Real Magic Podcast. Hear more at therealmagic.com.